want to take a little time. Take some time to think things over. Gonna spend a lot of dime and can't afford to go over. Then the price brought heartache and pain. By the end, we were drinking champagne. Thanks, Carrick Hall, for busting my walls. <laughs> now it's time to pay for it all. I want to know where Jim is. How much do I owe him? I want to know where Jim is. I just tried to phone him. All right, that's it, boys. All I right, got no Rob. more. I got okay, no more. Okay, okay. Awesome. That was great, man. I got you no really more. worked on that one. I thought about it. I thought about it. I was up at 5 in the morning. It's the only Jesus. song that stays in Were range. Were you nervous? You weren't nervous. A little, a little really? nervous. I'm not a singer. Well, you, did, you did well for a split second there. I kind of remember being in my 20s at a strip joint or something, well, man. Well, you know, <laughs> journey. <laughs> All right, so we are... In your home, Rob. Yes, we are. We are in a home that Jim. So Jim is to the side, like like right side of me, and he's co-hosting the show with me. I guess we can call this like the Construction Life 2.0 or something like that. All right. Right. And we all know Jim is the Godfather of construction. Absolutely. You know, that's basically. Recently, I told him he's the Obi Wan of construction. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the look. He's got the beard. He's just got to wear a robe when he comes around. <laughs> <laughs> so we are. We were going to talk about your brand new home. It's a week old. It's a week old, but it's not a brand new home. It's a remodel. It's a remodel. It's a renovation. It's a renovation. He, he gutted the whole thing, but he kept a bunch of it. And so we want to just talk about your house and talk about the experience that you had with Jim. And I'm sure Jim's got a few questions. Absolutely. A, cu a couple? No? One, two? Sure. I'll find some. <laughs> Definitely find some. <laughs> all right. So, Rob, why don't you uh, take us down the path? How did it all begin? How did you find Jim? How do you know Jim? Sure. Let's, let's go down the path. So we bought the house oh, 20, 20, about 20 years ago. Shortly after Jim moved in, I would say five five houses uh, down the street. Yeah, and uh, remodeled it. The audience doesn't know this, but this neighborhood has this thing called the Lambeth Ladies Society, where everybody hosts a summer party. Oh, nice! And we go from house to house to house to house. Finally, got to Jim's house on one of them, and you know, you get inside and you look at the finish, you look at the decor, you look at the overall quality of the job, and. My wife and I, who's not in the picture, uh, well, she's speak, here, but she's, she's not here. on the she's mic. Here. Yeah, she's not on the mic. We 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 admired the work, basically what it came to. Over the years, getting to know Jim, becoming more and more, uh, you know, neighborly friends, we started to joke about it. You know, this dump needs to be done, Jim, and my wife really wants you to do the job. And I don't know, Jim, how far back did that go? You you've been busting my hump on that one for a 12 while. Twelve years. Twelve years ago. So. <laughs> 12 years ago, it started. So finally, the, the climax for us to actually pull the trigger and, and to do this was uh, a lot of problems with the plumbing. We had trees growing in the basement. Roots. Roots. Okay. And uh, every year, twice a year, I'm off to Home Depot buying electric, you know, one of those 100-foot routers and snaking out all the way to the city line. I had enough. And, and the fact that the house at the time didn't have a dishwasher... And it didn't have a vent. So we decided to build a house around the dishwasher and a vent. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you sold Jim? That's how we sold it to Jim. <laughs> okay. So we, we figured we could do that for a pretty good price. But at the end of the day, it turned out to what it, the way it turned out to be. But it was fantastic. But that was 12 years ago. Right. So here's what happens. A year and a half ago, we, um, we decided, like, it's time. We got to do this. 
we've been thinking about it, we've been thinking about it, and we just, we, we pulled the trigger. So we went to the street, obviously, just uh, for the audience out there, the two houses next to me were being renovated by the same builder, by the way. We'll, we'll leave the name out of it. Did a fantastic job. So I'll be honest with you, Jim, you know this as well, that uh, we put a bid out to that builder, to Carrick Hall, and uh, a third party. The bids came back. As you should, a client should. You shouldn't just go after sure. one person. We, yeah, we're just mm. doing our due diligence. Yeah. As, and, and I'll be straight honest. In our heart, we've always wanted to go with Jim. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, funds aren't unlimited. And we wanted to just do our due diligence. I think it would be the right thing to do for any buyer or any, anybody doing a renovation. So the bids came in. And we looked at the numbers. And having conversations with the neighbors next door, the numbers change over time. And, you know, there's the little extra juice that happens here and the 10% that happened there and then a little bit more here. <laughs> juice. And by, the, and by the, the juice, I the call juice. it. The juice. Okay, you know, the juice. The juice. So by the time it was all said and done, you have a number in mind. Everybody goes over. But if you go over that much, why not start with a better quality product and see if you can keep it to budget? Had the conversation with Jim. And I'll be completely transparent. Jim was not the cheapest of the bids. But we went with Jim anyways. I have no regrets doing so. At the end of the day, uh, Jim did comment, and I thought it was, uh, it made a difference to us, where he said, look, I'm not in the business of nickeling and diming you. I know what stuff costs. I'm going to be honest with you. We'll put a budget together, kind of knows our style, and we'll work from that budget, and we'll try to keep it to that budget. I don't want to say, you know, it's going to be X, and then it's X plus the factor, right? So for us, it was important that we had a finite number. The finite number was the number. Whether it was big or large, it was irrelevant. It was I got to ask we you, though, Rob, where did you guys get the number? From Jim. No, no, no. Where did you get your number? So I thought, doing the math and a little homework and asking the neighbors and checking the internet, a couple hundred bucks a square foot. You can get a renovation done. What year are we talking about here? Well, this is, this is what the internet <laughs> tells you. What decade we're talking well, about I here? I agree with you. I agree with you. This is what the internet tells you. Right? Okay. So, with that in mind, no one can see the house, but you figure $200,000 a floor, that's pretty good renovation, you know, 200 grand a floor. It's not a massive house for the, the audience out there. You know, we're under 3,000 square feet. Including the basement? Including the basement. And the city likes to also include that's the in, city. enclosed areas. <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, the number was the number. The budget we had in mind was not the number we wanted, but the number that Jim gave us wasn't that far off. And he wasn't that far off from the other guys. So I did some quick math. If everybody else I knew went, had an overrun of 25, 30, 40% anyways, why not go with a higher number and try to keep the overrun to a smaller number if you're going to do an overrun? That's a good plan. So that was the one plan. Plus, I took in the factor that I know the quality that I'm going to get out of Caracol, and I'm a bit snooty when it comes to quality. I'm not in, like, I don't need a 10,000 square foot house, but I want a really nice, and you can attest, I don't know. You've been yeah, here. it was a great walkthrough. I mean, the, the quality's here. And I wanted a quality, we wanted a quality home. Yeah. So we went on the premise that we're going to pay a little more to get a little more, and hopefully we stay within the number that was allocated. And I'll be honest with you, besides any self-induced pain, Jim has been pretty much spot on. Garage door was a little bit off, Jimmy, <laughs> but everything else. <laughs> well, Jimmy prices for got. single That's doors because he puts a little pillar in between yeah. doors. I go, no, 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 no. We got double doors here. So anyway, so it's twice the price. Twice. The, no, it isn't. It's a little more. No, but besides the door, big deal. He's pretty much. I'll be honest with you. Pretty much spot on. We know the numbers. We've been doing the numbers all along. So I have no regrets. We have no regrets, and obviously the quality of the product. 
uh, speaks for itself. It's great. I mean, that's the biggest thing I guess you guys can attest. But, Jim, you could also say numbers are number one, right? For sure. Numbers are always, it's what drives the bus, right? But, you know, we also, when we were in the design stage, because Craig did the design for, for Rob, and, um, and originally they were going to leave the eight-foot ceiling. That's right. On the main floor. Yeah. yeah. And, and keep the second floor where I kind of really pushed hard to, you got to have a nine foot ceiling. You're going to get a new floor system. But, you know, with that comes a price tag, right? Make your but mechanical it, life a lot easier too. It did make my mechanical life a lot easier. And, and, and uh, the suggestion of raising the ceiling height. Uh, and it, for us, it's never been about a resale value. We're going to live in this home. This is our home, right? Mm -hmm. Hopefully my kid can take it one day. But the fact that not raising the ceiling height would not give you the effect that the house feels right no. now. It, it, it feels right. Right. It feels it's to scale, right? Yes. So that was a great thing uh, that happened with those suggestions. And those are the couple of things that I took, uh, appreciated from Caracol. The fact that, because I had some crazy idea about the exterior. Yeah. I wanted to put in this stuff called longboard and longboard was insanely expensive. And Jim expensive. says, no one's going to know it's longboard up there. So let's work with uh, who we work Vic with, Vic West and come up with the Vic West product. So um, I thought it turned out fantastic. Uh, looks great. A third of the price, if not less than a third of the price. Yeah. And it looks fantastic. And it's bulletproof. It's not as if I'm, you know, taking it on the chin because the quality is not there, the material. One of the things that was important to me in my age bracket is I don't want to be on the roof dealing with shingles, and I don't want to have to deal with outside exterior painting. So if you notice the finish, nothing here is going to require any sort of long... Maintenance. Maintenance, yeah. We've got treks for the decking. All the exterior finishes either stucco or it's metal. Uh, the roof, although the it looks roof like shingle, all it's all metal. Yeah, which is great. It's a premium. It's but, a premium. But you know that you never have to deal with it ever again. Not in my lifetime. No, which is perfect. So those are the suggestions that Jim had brought to the table, which altered our budget, but we were willing to accept that alteration. Another suggestion, you know, one of the things that, it's a tough one to swallow, but windows and glass. Expensive. And it's a huge choice that you have to make. And I think the finish you get out of windows really... Makes the house. <laughs> makes the house. So, you know, we were tempted to go with a low... You know, if we were going to save some money, maybe do it on the windows. But then Jim said, yeah, that's not the place you want to save money on. So, again, going with Pella with, again, no, regret, no regrets. I'm allowed to say brand names. Yeah, of course sure. you are. Okay. Yeah. So going with Pella... Uh, no regrets and the service from them. We've had a little thing with the screen today, but they took care of it instantaneously. Um, I think the look of the, the windows. They look great. The feel of the windows, the way they open, uh, the soundproofness of the windows. I can't hear anything outside anymore. So, you know, those are the things that Carrick, uh, Carrick Hall brought to the table that as first-time renovators... Uh, had oh, no this is the first time that you guys did a big remodel like this? This is the first house we've ever owned, and this is the first remodel we've ever done. Oh, that just... Ups the ante now, how like <laughs> dramatic. No designer. So any designs were done by Jim. And you and took Craig. your lead from Mr. Internet. And took a little bit from Mr. Internet and a little Mr. TV, uh, HGTV, hate to say the oh, name. Oh, here but, we go. Know. There's a brand that we don't want to say yeah, okay, on this show. But, you know, I mean, that was my design concept, right? Now, having said that, I work for a really great company, and I get to travel a lot, and I've been in a lot of hotels, and I get to see style. So um, you can see the Italian flair for the tile in the house. And There's so a on. little bit in here. There's for a little sure. whop in here, right? It matches so. the food that was here when we arrived and the wine. It was great. It's amazing. I only do this podcast for the food and wine. That's all well, I do. you for. came to the right house for that so. so i mean i gotta ask like jim how was it when you had your neighbor coming up to you asking you 
can you tear down my house and build me in my dream home? How did that feel? Like, how was that experience? I mean, it's great. I mean, it's flattering, but it's also, you live five doors away. It puts a little pressure. At the time. So, I mean, I don't live five doors away anymore, but, you know, still there's that friendship relationship. And then, you know, plus I still pretty much know everybody on the street. So you, I think you're, you're almost forced to perform and, um, you know, and, and, and just, you know, have this thing go without a hitch. And you bring up a good point there because the neighbors were very scrutinous, right? They've seen a lot of construction in this neighborhood. Yeah. Right? There's a house behind me that's been at it for three years. What's taking so long? Uh, don't ask me. Yeah, no, it's one that's in the neighborhood, and I still live in the neighborhood, is that I don't understand why the city has not either shut it down or forced them to get it done. To this finish is, we're it. going on three it's, years. It's an three eyesore? Years. It's, it's an mess. eyesore, huh? It, well, the hoarding is an eyesore because it's mm. fallen apart. But, but yeah. for yeah, a year, a, yeah. the outside was a mess, and it's a corner house. Hoarding's not designed for seasonal. No, uh, no. you know. So, so that brought a lot of pressure to him, right? So the yeah. neighbors are always, you know, oh boy. But there's a little backstory to this. Too. Okay, I want to hear that. So the house next door, both houses next door that Rob was talking about that got renovated by the contractor that he interviewed, I priced them both. Didn't get either one of them. That's interesting. That's interesting. The one next door, I think he wanted me to do it. I'm pretty sure he wanted me to do it because the second time he came by and asked if we could do it, we were too busy and we couldn't. And and he went ahead with the other fellow. But the other, I said to you too, I said the the contractor did... Those jobs next door did a fantastic they're, job. They're nice. They were nicely done, and and the service yeah. level for them uh, again was uh, in no question, right? But and I think when we were talking that it was mostly your comfort level with with me, you, because of the relationship, yeah. and you know we had to make that very clear that I'm Italian. I got to like the person I deal with. I've always liked Jim, but Jim's not Italian. Yeah. <laughs> honorary <laughs> honorary and my wife trusted him and uh, he made it easy for us i'm looking at her i don't think we had an argument about what nothing nothing no, no signs of divorce dust not no signs no. of divorce nothing. dust jim was a whenever he said something was going to happen it happened from the very beginning you guys are starting on drawings and you're getting through the whole process Step by step. Step by step. Held your hand, walked you through it. Never did it before. So what are the little things that the other builders that quoted did do that turned you off? And what are the little things that Jim did? So Jim has basically a build sheet. Uh, the other guys have a, uh, a vehicle for showing what they're bidding on. But Jim articulated it line by line and put a budget line towards it. And every gave, single a, item. Every single item. So the HVAC was called out. The electrical was called 176 out. 176 lines, I think. Yeah. So each line was <laughs> called out. Really? The other guys had, you know, let's call it a, bu- a, a, a bucket. A bucket called exterior. A bucket called this. And, and so does Jim. He organizes it. But then you have the itemization within it. So if you've never done this before and it's not second nature to you, looking at the spreadsheet at least had some emblance of where we were in the process where are we how far in are we are we really that far over it's clearly marked out in that spreadsheet and if there are any issues we discuss i mean can we change something here that you know like for example the stairs were never i talk about self-induced 
pain. a pain. Quoted pickets because we said pickets. Yeah, closed Close risers. Close yeah, riser, and yeah. it just doesn't fit the feel. No, it doesn't. So he says, you know, let's think about glass. Got us a great deal on a glass guy. Which is an upcharge from pickets. A hundred percent. And then open riser. Open riser is another upcharge. Probably charge. more than a hundred percent. Definitely more than a hundred percent. We're in the two, three hundred percent. Well, a lot of people don't realize, a lot of homeowners don't understand that the moment you go uh, open riser, you got to go thicker tread. Yes. More material. Yes. And it's got to be clean. And, and, and you're not talking rough. about, yeah, it's got to be, and you're, this is, these are oak. And it's finished, white and it's finished carpentry. Yeah. So there's a big difference, and then putting the glass on it, which just accentuates everything. There can't be any blemishes. Well, you know what? It becomes furniture. Yeah. It does. Right. It yeah. does. So the, you know, again, there's 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 where the upcharges come in, in stuff like that. But again, it, it, it makes the house. It gives the house the feel. See the budget sheet that we use with all these 176, 180 items. I mean, it's it's good for us as a builder also that. If there's nothing in the box, then it wasn't priced. Yeah. So yeah. you can't come back. Simple and for you guys. Can't yeah. come back and say, "Hey, well, that should have been included." Well, nope, nothing in the box. Take your roof line. So Jim gave me a couple options, right? He offered me, and I'm glad that I didn't take the offer. A builder grade uh, HVAC system. Right. And there, there was a line item for that, but there was another line item underneath it. Can I say names? Sure. So there was the tropical installation. Which the is tropical installation. Tropicals are heating Gold. contractor. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So, so now we're going from the regular little kind of dial switch. Then you can see what's on the wall now. So you're getting into the 21st century. 21st century. Yeah. Zonal zone, zone control of the house. Yeah. My yeah. wife likes it cold upstairs. I want a different te temperature on the main floor. So now having the ability to control the house the way I can control it. Uh, one of the most beautiful things I've experienced from living here First thing that came out of your mouth when I walked through the door. Normally, when I walk up the stairs, it's like walking in an elevation. It would it gets warmer yeah. as every yeah. step you That's take. That's what we all grew up as. And this house does not do that. It's you, within a degree or two. I, it's not even with it's dead on. It's dead 21 on. Twenty one and a half. Twenty one and a half. The basement's a chillier, a hair colder, but everything is consistent. It's not that wall, that climate wall. But Rob, what that what what was that another? Eight grand, ten grand uh, option. Well, we had to put in an HRV. It was another f thirteen. Right, yeah, right. thirteen. It's all based. It's all motorized <clears throat> dampers that controls the zones, right? And it pushes all the air in one area. Right. Closes we, up the we air. We just run other. one trunk line for right the second the, floor, right into the attic, and yeah. then we feed the second floor from there. No bulkheads in the house. Yeah, which we all know bulkheads are crap. Yeah, and there are none in the house because he runs his main trunk. Up to the, through the attic in spray foamed insulate, which I thought was amazing. Right, everything comes down from the ceiling. Yeah, and everything comes up from the floor. So there's no bulkheads on the main floor. There's no bulkheads on the second floor. It it, it, it was a, a really nice upgrade to have, rather than the standard, you know, HVAC that every house would come with. Yeah, and you'd walk upstairs and it'd be eight degree difference. Right, and that that was that was a mandatory that we couldn't have that. How close? Is your experience with Jim working on your house for the first time to Mr. and Mrs. Internet and Mr. and Mrs. HGTV? Not, not close at all. Not close at all? No. It's not realistic? There's some realism to it, right? The one thing that you don't get on TV is a gradient of time. You really don't know how long that show took to shoot. Yeah. Right? I forgot to ask you. Like, how long was this job that he quoted? So this job, because I'm paying him 
you know, on a, on a monthly bill took exactly as long as you said, 10 months. So we moved out. Now we moved out a little earlier because we had the luxury of doing so because we had to take a year on lease. So it was a very comfortable move out for us. We got a little time. We just moved up the street into a condo. We did our thing. Uh, 10 months later, as soon as the construction ten started. Months, uh, 10 you months. You started November, right? You started in November and we moved in September 3rd. Feels good, doesn't it, Joe? It's good, brother. <laughs> I, I, everybody is amazed. Like, even friends of, like, you're, you're on time. So we have a couple colleagues that started renovations before us. We've moved in before they uh, So that breaks their jobs. Do, do you rub it? Oh, of course uh, we rub it. Are you kidding me? You got to pick the right guy. Man. Don't you rub it too hard, right man. Guy. Don't rub it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's, not, it's not anywhere near. Reality is not No, nah, reality is not what really happens. Because okay. you guys went through it. So you guys saw everything from the very beginning. You saw your house that you guys moved into, and it started being demoed. Yeah, that was tough. Ripped the roof off? Ripped, Ripped the, the roof whole off. second oh, floor roof, off. Everything. There was everything. Everything. Gone. Everything. The, it was this wall and these walls left. Were that you guys, were you guys they're here watching that? I, so I'm here. I, I don't know if that breaks Jim's balls or not sorry for the language but well, I, he, was all, he was here every day I'm, every day I, well I, I work from home so I was here every day but I bring the guys coffee I wouldn't get in their way and, and I, I remember one thing that um, the site guy I got to give him credit Al Al he said uh, if I can't do anything in front of you then there's something wrong exactly it's very very true Whatever you see me do, I'm going to let you see because that's the right thing to do. Did they set up a cubicle for you in the driveway there? No, no, but they knew. No, no, they no. knew. We had, we had an extra wheelbarrow for them one day. <laughs> and, 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 yes. As a homeowner, I took pride you in did? putting a little sweat equity into this place. As you should, I think, honestly. Yeah. I threw two boy fours on the roof when they were framing. I cleaned the snow for these guys so Every they didn't have to waste their time Just doing as it. long as the Ministry of Labor doesn't show up and see you doing this. Oh, yeah, especially with my <laughs> bogs on and no construction <laughs> boots and flip-flops in the summer. <laughs> you know, we take our chances. <laughs> but, you know, we take care of the guys. I mean, I, I wanted them to know that I respect, you know, I'm, I, I take respecting what you're doing i go i don't know how to build a house because you don't know what i know uh, but i know how to pick things up and sweep so you want me to sweep something i will go happily sweep it you want me to pick shit up that's and nice. throw it outside i'm happily but i couldn't nice. put in a nail if you asked me to how were the kids were the kids excited about so my son he's 13 years old he was excited he just wanted the finished product he was more interested in making sure he had all those electronics in his room and his <laughs> hardwire rj45 and he's got a repeater in talk his room to the computer he, he could talk and, to everything yeah. that's what my kid was concerned with okay um he, he does, doesn't care about all the little finished detail he of the does, he, he does jim he loves the time, the slusher, heated floor. Oh, he loves heat, that. Heated huh? towel rack. So when he takes a shower in the morning, his towel on his floors are <laughs> heated for him. And then it shuts off when he goes to school. How old is he again? 13. Thir yeah, I was 13. I, had, I didn't I even had have heat. Too. I had that too. Yeah. <laughs> we were lucky to have heat in the home. Heat. I wanted to cool down and my mother told me to lie on the tiles with exactly. no shirt on. <laughs> exactly. That's how you get cold. <laughs> Still too warm, go to the basement. Yeah, go to the basement and get, and get a bottle of wine while you're down there and bring some prosciutto back. <laughs> um, so no designer How is that? I mean, because I'm, I'm assuming that your friends, neighbors, everybody else is saying you oh, got to get a designer no, I, I, should, I don't want to say no designer okay. I said we didn't hire a designer okay. we, did, we didn't go out there And I know Jim had a designer um, that he likes to use uh, We didn't take that route Reason uh, being? Two reasons, really My wife and I are on the same page when it comes to decor So I thought making a decision would be easy for us And we went through the lighting It took 45 minutes We bought every light in the house at Union. That's got to be a record. What's his name? Couldn't believe Steve. Steve says, well, so I'll give him props too. So Union Lighting came down here, saw the house, got the feel for it, and says, okay, let's go back to the store. I got it kind of got the feel. We know what we're going to fill it with. 
40. See, I, see, I think it, it boils down to, again, is the team. Who you put together. Who I put together over the years, right? You know, because most of the times I said, you know, go see Nancy at Watermark right, for right. all your plumbing fixtures. You know, they spend a couple hours there. And she's, that's why I don't think a lot of times you don't need a designer because they know Nancy it. would be the designer of all the plumbing stuff. I agree. Steve's, and that's exactly what happened. Right. I don't want to take anything away from designers, but you're, you're right, Jim. Like, I mean, you put together the right team of people, of suppliers, and you just get a client and you go, listen, go speak to so-and-so. Yeah. I've got a great relationship with them. And, and I'll tell you, that relationship has saved us a lot of grief and it saved us a lot of time. I mean, it's actually saved us money. I mean, I don't know what things cost, but we weren't paying retail. We got a, the, the, the gym discount, if you will. But the fact is, and I'll be honest, you know, we had a couple issues, you know, stuff happens. And because we used his supply chain and his trusted partnership with his supply chain, everything was rectified immediately. Yeah, they handle it. They handle I didn't it. have That's to handle it. I, I didn't chase it down. Al chased it down. Jim's guy, Al, chased it down for me all the time. Uh, yeah. the, I mean, you know, let, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, the countertops are a lot of money. They didn't work out to exactly what Spec they should have. Right. Al made the call. I mean, I made the call. They were back here, ripped the thing back out. They were back within a week, and it was taken Done. care of. That's the sign of a good relationship. Yeah, I agree. With, and also those relationships that you build in the industry, like Jim, you could probably attest to this, is that they think about all the extra little things. So if you're designing, you're getting all your plumbing fixtures, they're already thinking about what missing valves or what missing unions or what that's, all kinds of that's little, why the little things. The little things. 100%. That's why I send them to where I send them, you know, to Watermarks, to Nancy. And I say, deal with Nancy. Nancy. Because when the stuff shows up here, every little box is chaster. Nancy gave them a folder. Is, with yeah. every part in it it was amazing right and and any and we still missing one piece it's been on back order god bless him it's been on back order for six he months. had to spend twenty five hundred dollars on a faucet that <laughs> that i paid for eight months ago that's still not here that that's that's a spare <laughs> that's not is that no, why it's no, covered no, that's, that's why it. it's covered huh that's, no, hey, listen, that's you want to hear the, 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 but but <laughs> just nancy gave watermark gave us a spare and they says when you're done with it just put it back in the box give it back give it back to us. that's nice if I went to Home Depot, would they have given me a spare? They would have given you an apron. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so his supply chain, at York was the other one with the stone. Yeah. The flooring guys were fantastic. I'm sure M2 probably suggested all the Schluter or the material they to, uh, to buy. We no? just use it. He you uses it automatically. We don't even tell him. It just shows up. That's it. And M2 was fantastic. And you, I met you at M2 yeah. when we got the uh, area vents and yeah. so on and so forth. And that was another thing that Jim suggested, you know, the venting system. Try to make it look nice, you know. Make it pretty. Make it disappear. Make it disappear. Which is great. So they disappeared. And they look, honestly, look like a piece of art on the they wall. Actually, they, you know, they, 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 look really they, they look really good when you say, yeah. what the hell is that thing in the wall, right? It, it looks good. <laughs> Looking back, is there anything that you may have done differently? So th there was always the dilemma for how much you're putting into this. It's do a lot of money, man. Do you honestly. knock it down? Like, this was our biggest Did dilemma. you have that conversation, Jim, with him? Yeah. Always. You yeah. always have that. Always had this because conversation. Because it is, I mean, Jim, you'll, see, you'll, you'll agree, right? It's more work. It's definitely more work. Well, it's definitely more work when you're dealing with getting permits and utilities. And I, I had my share of nonsense dealing with the city. I could imagine if I had to get new water service, new everything, it would have been a nightmare, especially during COVID. I had none of those issues because I had existing service. 
that they had to turn on and off. It wasn't yeah. a big deal. The Maybe dilemma I'll... of going new or not new was a big dilemma for us because we, we spent a lot of money on this. I mean, the only place you really see that the house wasn't torn down is the basement. Yeah, that's just it. because of the ceiling height. Ceiling that's height. all it is. That's but it's just it a ceiling height. Walking in here, it still feels like a new build. It yeah. smells like a new build. It, it, it's exactly like that. But you're right. But the city does what they do because they want to make money. Yeah. That's just how it is, right? Right. It's and it's crazy. What is it, Jim? It's like $11,000 for a new water service sewer. Twice. Twice that nowadays? Yeah. Because you get, like, as soon as you're deemed a new house, you have to get new sanitary and new water service. And look behind you. We're on a ravine. That's not easy to deal no, with either. No, so you probably would have been paying a little, a few extra premiums here. Lots of premiums to deal with the, <laughs> the, the I call them the ravine police. Right. Every tree is marked and Oh, those guys. Yeah, we all know them. Yeah. But yeah. They're we nice people. Very nice people. <laughs> very nice. Love them. <laughs> so that was another deciding factor as why not to go new. And then it came down to really economics. So a little background on the family. There's only three of us. Uh, I'm 50 plus years old. There's no more, hopefully... There's no more. <laughs> there's no more kids. In you got a new house. You got a new master <laughs> bedroom. Know, man. There's a lot of breaking in to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, this is Hollywood North. <laughs> so the, the, you know, the, only having a small family did we really need that footprint in the first place? And no, this is a great size home. It's got for, a good feel. Yeah. It's got a good flow. Look, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, what were you raised in? I was raised in exactly. five of us in, in 600 square feet. Three brothers, one bedroom. Right. Three beds, three twin beds. I lived at St. Clair and Oakwood. Uh, That's what we were raised in. Yeah. And it worked. It, one bathroom. One, one bathroom. bathroom. And I lived in a house with three brothers, so it was all boys and my mother. You took shifts. That's all yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what it was. So everybody's got their own bathroom. Everybody's got their own heated towel racks. Heated now. towel, <laughs> heated floors, heated everything. <laughs> it's all good now. So what are some of the perks in the home that you guys are still getting over, like thinking, ah, I can't believe we have this in our house? So, the, you know, this the overall feel of the inside of the house with the temperature is impressive. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I know I'm making a big deal about air conditioning, but it makes a big difference. It's huge. It's your it's home. It's a huge thing. No, I think it's one of the biggest features of a home is your air quality and just... The way the system works. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And especially now with the whole pandemic and you're working from home, a lot of people are working from home. A lot of people are spending more time in their homes. Yeah. Winter's coming now. So the windows are very closed. You want a home that's an actual home. Yeah. And with the, uh, you know, they put in an HRV. So I'm always getting fresh air. It's kind of like the windows are always cracked in the house. Yeah. And even if you, you know, get a little bit of fumes that come off the, uh, you know, the cooking that the venting pick up. Over time, with the HRV running twenty four seven, cycling the air, it, it changes, changes, it, it changes air. everything. Yeah, you know, it just changes everything. So that that was one of the biggest impressive features of the house. I know this is going to sound crazy to you guys too, but you probably you can you can relate. Uh, we never needed an alarm system in this house because as soon as you walk through the front door, every, every board in the place would creak. And you, I still have friends that use that as their alarm. So I learned <laughs> the ninja moves on how to get upstairs while my, my, my wife is sleeping so I don't hit the creaky spots. But you, can't, you couldn't break into this house because of the creakiness. There's not a sound on the floor. Nothing. Nothing. So you need an alarm. <laughs> There's an alarm. Yeah, it's an alarm. Don't know how to use it, but it's here. <laughs> so, Jim, you, he actually, Rob showed me the shower head. I haven't installed one of those yet. Crazy, eh? The Kohler one. Oh, I saw I it. it. But then, then I made him sad because I told him that it's, it's black now. They come in black. <laughs> it comes in black. 
I upset them. They come in black. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it at IBS this year in January. I saw it. But we have white. Titles. They just launched it. No, it still works in the decor. We have a white. It black totally works with, with the black yeah. frame. It yeah. totally works. Yeah. But I was just saying that it comes in black now. So that was one of the little frivolous. But so there was a decision to be made. So it was um, get a steam shower. Which is also a good idea. Good idea. I heard there's more benefits in a steam shower than there are in a sauna, but... But we have a sauna in the house. We have a sauna too. We have a sauna in the house. So we have a... It was the, the option was the steam shower or the colder natural rain. I don't know what they call it, but the thing is, is crazy. Yeah, what's so, it called? Is it infusion? No. Infusion. Oh, what's that, that shower called? The rain shower that we have. Oh, it doesn't matter. But it, it's fantastic. Apparently, he's asking our waitress. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time that we're having wine being served. So that was, that was a nice perk. The heated floors in the bathroom were always a nice perk. The heated towel racks are a really nice perk. Is this the first time that you're having heated floors? Yeah, that in my own home, yes. Isn't yeah. it amazing how cold the wood is when you walk on the stone? Yes. It's amazing because I keep it at 30, 31 <laughs> degrees. And, and then you go, you go onto the hardwood floor. So, ooh, it's cold. <laughs> That's chilly. <laughs> so th- those were some of the fe- I, The updated electronics is a big thing. And having a really functional kitchen uh, has made a big change see, in our life. You spared no expense with the appliances. <laughs> Yeah. So outside of no dishwasher in the kitchen before. Or hood. Or hood. Oh, no hood. No hood. Wow. Everything smelled in this house, man. Wow. Yeah, I would actually go I'm cook. trying to visualize. How to, like, the kitchen was right where you're sitting, right behind you. Oh, really? That okay. was the kitchen. Okay. Right, right and it was like a standard? Uh, galley kitchen, very yeah. small. That was okay. your old office over there. Yeah, my office was over there, right. The kitchen was tiny in this house. Uh, it was right by a window, and we had a door, so we'd keep yeah. it open. The kitchen probably started... At that countertop came this way, and then this was their dining room. But you guys didn't blow out the walls. You stayed no, in the exact no. existing footprint. Yeah, and yeah. The, the thing that was our biggest bane of contention was we couldn't move the stairs. We, we worked with Craig, the designer, Craig Ritz, to try to get these stairs off the middle of the house. because You it was couldn't a, do it. No, we couldn't do it under a rental without redesigning no, everything. Be, there's the garage. There's, yeah. They're limited, right? Yeah. So what turned to be an eyesore to us, actually, honestly, after... We've done the open riser, the glass. Became the focal it point. became the focal point yeah. of the house, yeah, and it actually it gives the house a nice feel. The staircase that is now what I consider an eyesore because it was right in the middle of the house. You are restricted when you have the thing right in the middle of the damn house because everything is kind of. So now you see it right through. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's true. Turn it into that. Never intended for this to happen. No, make a negative into a positive. Yeah, and uh, I think the original design we were supposed to have a slat wall here. And yeah. Jim said, "How am I going to put a slat? We'll just put it all glass, man. Let's just put it all glass. It'll look <laughs> way better." <laughs> I said, "Okay, let's do that." <laughs> then, speaking of the stairs, the stainless steel handrails were all fabricated in the garage. In the garage on site. Really? Yeah, he cut all the pieces on site. Cut all the pieces, welded it, polished it, done. And he did the outside uh, glass as well with all custom. That's none of that is... Uh, Who's this guy? You got to give me his number, Jim. He's fantastic. <laughs> and I'll tell you, the guy takes such pride in his work. Great, yeah. Old he, school guy? Old school, yep. Middle Eastern guy, I guess. Yep. You could, yeah, he, somewhere in probably Ukraine or something yeah. like that. Phenomenal pride and ownership of his business. Uh, happy, the way it should be. Happy to deal with him. Happy to deal with the guy. Yeah, he, he did comes, a fantastic comes job. on a Wednesday. He's installing the following Tuesday. He comes was, on site, does the measuring, gets it all going. He's fabricating, building yeah. on site, and so, then installing. 
He's vertical. Well, the gla- like when he comes, like he usually does all the showers and all this, and now he's doing all this. For the glass, like the showers, he'll measure on Wednesday, and they're usually installed Monday or Tuesday. And the day he said, I'm showing up to do your deck. He shows up. He showed up, and he did the deck. Actually, he did the deck and this in one day. I'm getting a sense that you really respected a lot of open lines of communication I did. from Jim and his team I did. and everybody you brought to the table. I did. I did. Whether it was bad or good, I just wanted to know. You wanted them. the information. That's all I wanted. So yeah. you can make an informed decision. Exactly. That's all it is. Everything can be repaired. So let's have the correct information so we don't make the wrong decision, which will have implications six years from now. In all reality, we don't know where we're going to be from six years from now. So we, we do it right, right might out of the change gate. change or something, but we don't know. We do it right out of the gate, and, and here's where we lie. Like, we hopefully, you know, I love the guy, but hopefully we don't have to call anybody because everything was done and accordingly, and, and, and we're just living in our home. But if you were to call him, I'm sure he's going to show up, and whoever's the trade that's in charge of that situation. In a second. And that's, it, you know, anytime I needed him. Uh, it's been rare. Uh, it really has. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's because you know what? Again, we got a great team. You know, we have Al ran the job for Rob or for us, and um, no, that was great. Al knows his stuff. I mean, again, it boils down to it doesn't boil down to this, but often a kind of a different subject is who's going to take over when we're gone. Mm-hmm. Al's fifty three, fifty four yeah. years old. Darren's 50, just turned 55 today. Like, all it's these, a little scary. It's I, a little. I don't think Fe- the next generation contract. Felix and this. Henry, 60. The Stonemasons. You don't have a lot of young guys, Jim? Electrician. Electrician? I had young guys for the electrician. They were yeah, fantastic. We just hired Daniel. He's 25. And then Dan Hall. He's the youngest out of all. But he's in his 40s. He's 45, yeah. He's 45. Yeah. It's true. But I'll I'll say one thing for the audience. Uh, Having experienced guys who have been through a few of these things, many few of these things, have knowledge that really you can't buy, number one. And it, it changes the outlook of the house. An example. First question Al asked me, because there's a transition from the, where the floors lie in the living room to the kitchen, they change direction. And right on that direction change is a fireplace. So the first question he asked me, if the floors, floor guys come in here, they're just going to start over there and move their way over. And that may mean that the panel that is by the fireplace may be ripped, and it's not going to be a full board. And he says, do you want that? I says, I don't want that. But Al thought about that preemptively. So he marked where the first board goes. So if you see the fireplace, I got a full board in front of that fireplace, and it's not jacked up anywhere else. So wherever they did the hide, they did the hide. You don't see it. So it's, it's stuff like that, that. The communication. And being well, 20, 30 it. years on the yeah, job. You just know it. You just know it. You just know it. You but it's, know not, it. it's not something that's in your privy, right? Like you're not... I'm not even thinking about Who's that. Who's thinking about that? <laughs> like, wow, the but thank you for bringing it up to me. But the fact that he brought it up to me made me think, mm. you're right, because I have a good eye for detail. I can see little things that are off. And I would have noticed, shit, I really wish they would have not yeah, ripped over that time. board. It would have bothered you. It would have bothered me. Yeah. But it never happened because they thought about it. So I think the experience, you know, that, that's something you can't buy, but it's because they've had their lumps and they've earned, you know, through uh, hard knocks, that they give you suggestions preemptively to make the homeowner think, you don't have to listen to him because I always used to ask out what color. What do you think about the color? He goes, "Hey, I'm colorblind." 
<laughs> don't ask me about color <laughs> so but things like that do you have a card jim you pull out <laughs> white 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 yeah. things like that he will comment on he'll say oh by the way right what do you want to do al also asked which now you saw those hexagonal yeah. water cut tiles in the bathroom he asked me which way do you want them to lie i go they're hexagons, Al. What's the difference? No, yeah, six there, sides. There is a difference, right? <laughs> There's where the grout lines are. They're different there. I would have never noticed the difference in that, right? But the fact that he asked gave me the option to make a decision. We did it naturally anyway. I, and my answer was, well, what's normal? Because my, 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 always my answer, my question was, what's normal? Because I don't want to go outside normal, right? And he said, this is normal. So let's make it normal. But having a guy tell you that preemptively changes the way the house looks at the end and it also goes to you don't see any thresholds you don't see any thresholds. you don't see any thresholds all these little details right he makes my job easier yeah yeah he'll call me up al will call me up so jim look i need this this and this okay done order this get it done yeah get it in so jim's the quarterback takes all the glory uh jim's i don't know if jim's oh, no, 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 more the coach glory. The coach. Al is the quarterback. Al was really the quarterback. quarterback the site. He really, okay. Al was on top of the site. I'm no offense, Jim. But oh, Al I, was, hey, look at it. I'm be the first one to hats off to Al. Yeah. You'll give credit where it's due. Yeah, Al was, Al was the quarterback. Al would phone me pretty much every day. He'd actually have a calendar out here. We'd go through it. So we got this coming. You got this coming. Al phoned me today to tell me that Pella and the stud could come. And I said, they don't even need to come. Just come. We're home anyways. Just come. Just get it all fixed up. But Al truly was the quarterback. And, uh, yeah, for sure. He, he, he definitely took, you know, I, I, I don't know. I hope he liked me. I got along with the guy a lot. I really liked the guy a lot. So, uh, you know, that may have shown. You gave him a microwave. You must like him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to feed him. I owe him a tomahawk steak. I says, Al, you finished this house on time. So you gotta, You're going to so get a $100 so steak. A I'm going to cook you one. A little thing on Al. Al is old school. Still wears a bandana. Yeah. Still wears a bandana. Yeah. It's the 90s, it's huh? a do-rag. <laughs> <laughs> shows up with his table when he when he runs a job he brings his little table like this okay card table whatever you want to call it he's got his microwave chairs chairs i gave him new ones coffee maker and he does the crossword, crossword puzzle, puzzle on every day on break and i'll ask al you want a coffee no 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 al you want a coffee no, no al you want a coffee i'm going anyway okay black <laughs> <laughs> you know the coffee shop's right yeah. here i would make sure that the guys uh, always had some coffee but he's he, he's definitely the here point. at five to seven every morning every morning there was times where and because i'm i'm an early riser i'd come down in the winter, I would clean the snow for the guys so they didn't waste any time. We gotta find more clients like you. I know I'm too good. No, it's one in a million, right? I should get a rebate. I need a rebate. I need a rebate. Get a rebate. <laughs> but yeah, I, so you know, I had a really good rapport with the dude, and, and he was absolutely the core. But Jim is more more the uh, he's the coach. He, he Jim's like you ever watch Pulp Fiction? Oh uh? yeah. So he's like Mr. Wolf when shit hits the fan. <laughs> We're gonna call Jim, and he'll make he makes a couple phone calls. And there's people at your door fixing stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> are there towels in the powder room that we need to change here? What's there going are on? towels in the powder room that need changing. We have a, we're having a hard time finding black towels, by the way. They're not easy to find. <laughs> Amazon. I don't know. Wayfair. All those places. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's, they've been a great crew. The crew is the team, the whole team. And, you know, we've had Darren on site, too. And Darren did some of the finished woodworking. And he is a, a master. A master. Yeah. Just beautiful. a master at finished yeah. woodworking. And this is all, this is Brenlo. 
Is this Brenlow? Yeah. 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 yeah all the, yeah, trim, all the trim is Brenlow. All the trim is Brenlow. Yeah. And again, how did we pick the trim? I asked Jim. I says, Jim. And we've been, I says, Jim, let me see a couple of houses you've done. So um, what I was it saying. It came into mine. Yeah, it came into yours. The one that you, yeah, the one on Wimbledon there. So it went into his. Then he just did a new one that he was building. Uh, the owners weren't in. He gave me a sneak peek. I says, yeah, that, that, that works, right? That's the one I want. So. Uh, <clears throat> 2100. Oh, yeah. It's right there. What do you mean? That's the number of the, of your trip. Oh, is it? Oh, that's yeah. the actual model. It, it just came out in the last few <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, uh, so. it's fairly new. It's the yeah. one that's it's one piece where there's no back bend, but it has yeah. a back bend. It, I, the, the one thing it's that nice. It, it's all got straight lines on it. Yes, there's no curvature to it. So yeah. again, fits the the detail of the house where everything's a straight line. Yeah, and I noticed that you went with the solid wood, inch and three quarter doors. Doors, yeah, the right? Triple suggestion. hinges, beautiful man. And then again, the doors. They came with the four, uh, what do they call it? Those four squares. I don't know what that panels. Thing. The panels. panels. Yeah. So Jim spruced those up as well. He says we're going to match the shoe mold and we're going to make sure that everything looks. Because they were just four panel shakers, right? Yeah, that's all it is. But so he, now we cleaned them up. So the oh, so you guys added a profile? Yeah, yes, they added it on. And I says, do we need that? He goes, yeah, it's in. The, we, yeah, you need that. I says, okay, do it. I know my wife was humming hawing. She didn't say, ah, it looks good like the way it is. I go, just let Jim do what he does. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how it matches the top of the base? It does. Board? I know it does. It does. I Trust get it. me. <laughs> I, I don't know if my neighbors will ever realize that, but they will know. It, they'll notice it after a few trips are coming in. What What they do notice, they may not be able to pinpoint, but there's certain, something. There's some. Everybody has commented. On, it goes, man, do I love the trim in this house? <laughs> they don't know what it is. Whether it's the girth, the bulkiness of it, the shape, the cut of it. Yeah, I don't, you got what? Eight, ten inch, uh, eight, nine inch. It's eight. Yeah, it's an eight inch. Yeah. And everybody comments on the even the blind guy says, "Oh, these are real. This is a real. You know, I can do something with, with this. this yeah, yeah, this is something. Like I got this is real. Like normally it's this little tiny thing. So there's some girth, there's some mass to it, right? It looks beefy. That really brings up a point because you got okay. So you you moved in a week ago. You took possession of the house a week ago. Yeah. You're still waiting on furniture. Yeah. But people don't realize that you've spent all this money building a house. Yeah. And now you got to get drapery. Yeah. Blinds. Yeah. Furniture. Yeah. Art." Art's coming. All kinds of stuff that's just more Over and above. Mirrors. But that's got nothing to do with you, Jim. Nope. You but can make I, recommendations, but... but I, so let's talk about some of the stuff that he recommended. Not necessarily... Well, you did recommend the blind guy, which, the blind, was, it, which was fantastic. The blind the, guy. The blind guy. <laughs> the blind guy, yeah. <laughs> but what was imperative... So again, back to the team, where Al said, hey, you're moving in September 3rd. You got to start thinking about blinds, because if you move in, you're going to be putting paper... Mache up. Yeah. So our blinds are okay. This is the only one that's not in, but the rest of the house has been done already. So before we moved in, the blinds came in. Perfect. So that was a suggestion that Al said, Look, you're going to do blinds? He says, Yeah, we're doing. Of course we're doing. You got to order now. And he was spot on on the timing. We had blinds when we moved into the house, which is great. The blind guy. Yeah. Who's not blind? Who's not 2020 vision. Was his name Ray Charles? What's going on here? (laughs) Was our first time using him. I got him from a recommendation. He was fantastic. And it was kind of, you know, I didn't know how it was going to work out. So I got to tell you a story. What's that? So we're near the end of the build now, right? Money's been flying out the door. (laughs) (laughs) So Jim says, I says, Jim, I got it. Al says, I need to get blinds. And I got to start doing this now. We're talking about this in like July. So I phone up this guy, Ed, he gives me his number, and he goes into this diatribe. Uh, Spiel. 
He gets, goes into the spiel, and he, he's scaring the living crap out of me. But at the end of the day, we went with that. He was fantastic. But let me give you a spiel, right? So there's a specific model of blinds that are, I guess are the standard. What does that make? Hunter? Hunter, yeah. He goes, so Hunter is like the entry level for me. He says, that I don't do Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Hunter oh. is not the entry level. But for Apparently him. for him it is. Oh, wow. So I already started to think of yeah, you're I go, sweating. what? Yeah. Okay. So wait, wait, it gets better. He goes, all my motors come from Italy. Motors. 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 Come from Italy. They have a 10,000-hour life. They've been... It gives me all these specifications on the hardware, which he was adamant that he puts together, and none of it comes from overseas, from Asia. No offense to the Asians. (laughs) It all comes from Italy and so on and so forth. And he is uh, vertically integrated. He does everything himself. He creates the, the, the mechanism, so on and so forth. So I'm sweating buckets. I go, this doesn't sound good. You're telling me the top end blind thing that you would see in this is, Hunter. The, is the level that you start at. <laughs> and it gets worse from there. So he says, okay. we said, okay, come on over and measure the house. We said, they came over and measured the house and we got the bill. And I'll be honest with you, it was absolutely, totally with within reason it wasn't astronomical really? i don't know if it was because but you didn't go motorized no i didn't go motorized it okay. wasn't necessary come on for the two or three that it's I'm, not worth it it's not worth it for no. the two times that you use these damn things um but he had fantastic product um he spent so much time with you went over the decor of the house went over the materials with you he was phenomenal installed them exactly when he said he was going to install them and the price was not astronomical i'll be honest with you. now i don't know if he was doing you a favor to make you feel like oh, so I want to use him all the time. Them. Yeah, he's putting the ones in on another job we're doing, and that's where I met him. He recognized me, and then we just started talking. And then the next thing you know, I said, "Here, do you know what? Go price your house. Yeah, so let's see what it's all about." What was the brand that he ended up going with? If it wasn't Hunter, it's his own brand. Like oh, he, it's his own. He makes the thing from oh, scratch. Wow, it's it's there is he manufactures every bit. He's completely vertically integrated. He, his his shop is in. Uh, Oshawa or Pickering somewhere. Markham, maybe. Or somewhere out there yeah. in the East End. And he does everything. His installers were phenomenal. How old is he? He's in his 60s. <laughs> Makes me wonder, okay, the other two builders that you were considering the same time you were considering Jim, were they How in this? How old were they? S- yeah. yeah. How no, old they were, were younger they? than you. Uh... That's my question. Because I know that a lot of younger guys are starting to set up big companies to sell themselves as new builders. Yeah. And I'm just curious, how do you feel about that as a client? Would you be confident in seeing guys in their 30s and I could build you your house? I would be confident in someone in their 30s or 40s building my house if they had a track record and if they had a reputation. So Jim has a little bit of a brand. And outside of the fact if I may have not ever watched a TV show or whatever, I've seen every house he's built in the neighborhood and he's built at least six. Not one of them is a lemon. So no. I don't really care how old he is. That, that wasn't my deciding factor. I mean, I take some comfort in the fact that he has that experience. But my deciding factor was is he's got a track record that says you can do it. And I'm in the tech business. Most of the hot dogs are young guys, right? Smart guys are the old guys. But the hot dogs are the young guys. Mm. 
But when everything goes astray, they look to the old guy. Yeah, look come and solve this, yeah, go Mr. Fix Wolf. The, Mr. Wolf, <laughs> right. I'm Mr. Wolf for who I work for as well. So go fix this, right? It's not the 27-year-old that this got out of university. Oh, by the way, there's some towels there you got to fix yeah, too. Yeah, why not? That's my wife's business, man. I just pay for stuff. <laughs> no, I'm talking about towels from Pulp Fiction. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, that's oh, right. right. <laughs> that's my reference yeah, about yeah, towels. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, about yeah. the brown towels uh, over there. Oh, no. you got the color, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast nobody can see it <laughs> so that's interesting so and I, I agree with you track record means a huge amount yeah. of things so if you do a job and then if something goes wrong it's how jim and his guys hands so respond let's, let's what if these young guys starting out in their 30s what if they went to somebody like myself in his 60s and said hey why don't you be the figurehead of my business because of your experience gets us kind of semi-retired us older guys semi-retired that's not a bad it's not a bad idea yeah but here's the only thing so i'm, I'm the outsider looking in on this right so mm -hmm. just because a guy approaches you uh, does that mean he has the skills that you have Unless you're willing to take him under your wing, you and almost. Mentor him. You, but you, you, you did say, "What is the guy's track record?" Now I'm talking that they hire somebody that has a track record or years of experience. Okay, would that help? You have a brand. I'm gonna like you do have a brand. There's right. you've built a but, brand. But I, but I think you know what works for Dan and I. He's 45. I'm 65. Is that? You know, we, we sell ourselves as we have close to 70 years experience. Obviously, the 47 years are mine. Right. And um, But I think, you know, when, when Dan and I partnered up, he saw that. I think it's advantageous for Dan because he could take the reins over from you. Right. And keep the brand with Carrick Hall. Right. And if as long as Dan adheres to the same protocol and quality that you would adhere to personally as a company even if you were out of the picture retired chairman of the yeah. board call it what you will um i think carrick hall will move forward you know dynamically and right. grow because because they're still carrying that you're carrying that right it's like you know mr pella still around uh, probably but if he wasn't or anderson windows but, but mr. the brand Ander is around the brand right? is around and i i remember i was at one of your roundtables jim where there was one of the guests spoke up and talked about he was in i think his 60s and he spoke up saying i have a son he's not interested in being in construction what's going to happen to my business when i'm done working and that was the big dilemma. And I, I see what you're saying, Jim, about what if these younger guys approached the older guys and said, listen, I want to work for you, under you, take it on, take over and continue that brand when you've decided to move on. I don't want to dog the younger guys and millennials, even though people think that I do. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think their ego gets in the way where they want to yeah. build their own brand. But Jim, you've been at this for 40 plus years, almost 50 years working at your brand. You've established yourself. And I don't think any of these younger guys want to work the trenches. I don't think they no, want to get dirty. And that's yeah, the key. Hit it right there. That's the key. 
That's the key. That's the problem. So I don't think a lot of them are going to go, you know, Jen, listen, uh, I want to work for you. I want to take over one day and do that. I don't think a lot of guys are out there that are thinking uh, that mentality. No, no well, they, they show up. Okay, what do you got? Uh, I got three years experience. I want to make $45 an hour. There you go. Sorry, man. It's the entitlement factor, right? Yeah. Hey, you guys are saying those words. I'm not saying it. No, no. But look, <laughs> I'm just, look I, I, you know, I get enough grief from millennials because they keep on dogging me, okay? No, but I'm a Gen X and they keep on saying, okay. you're no better. Okay. So just to give, you know, again, I'm, I'm not trying to offend anybody here, right? I'm Why fi- not? We fi- do. 54, <laughs> 54 years old. I'm the guy spending all the money, right? Yes. And I'm the guy shoveling snow. Yes. I'm the guy moving wood to the roof. Much respect. Yes. I'm the guy sweeping the floor every night so they can have a nice clean job site. Not that they don't have a nice clean, getting you coffee. Did I need to do? No, I didn't. No. I didn't need to do that. But what does that tell you? That's just my, it's the generational gap. It's how you were brought up. Right. 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 Like even my kid, I mean, you, you, Careful, you, he might listen to this. No, no, it's not. <laughs> look, I'll tell him to his face. He's got everything compared. He's got everything compared, compared to, to me. when you were his age. But my father, from Italy, living on a mountain, would have said the same thing to me. And I thought I had dick as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had a, a hockey stick. Mm-hmm. He never even took me to a hockey game. I had a hockey stick, and he thought I had everything. <laughs> so I think my kid has everything. It's all relative, right? It's all relative. Yeah. It's all relative. But there is one thing that is true, regardless. Regardless. If you don't put in the hours, yeah, the work, the work, whether you get paid or not is irrelevant. You got to put in the hours. And when the hours are there, then you've earned your stripes. And until you've earned your stripes, entitlement means nothing to me. Right. You don't we, come out you, of school. You and I've talked about this before Lots of times with, with the young guys and how they get up and leave you and move to some other company because, you know, you won't give them a dollar more an hour, you know, and, and the whole thing is nobody in the last 20 years has been in a recession. That's true. I've been through three. That's true. This is the first sign of some sort of financial instability kind of But it hasn't really done anything. It hasn't done anything because the government has basically padded our diapers and go, here's some money, survive. And here's how they're neutralizing it as well, which I think has some uh, positive for the construction business in the future. I mean, have you seen what the U.S. mortgage rates are going to be and the interest rates are going to be? I haven't. They're going down again? They're going down again. Wow. They're going to be less. Okay. Like, they're almost zero now. Right. So the cost of borrowing money... Well, they're at 0. 0.25 or uh, something. Getting a mortgage. Money's almost free right now. Right? But that's it, going to turn. It's going to turn. So for the folks that don't think and think that money is free forever because the rates are so low, you're in for a big hurt. This will be the same thing that happened in the United States where they're giving guys million-dollar mortgages, and they work at McDonald's. Then they, right. We just went right. through that. We're not going to go through that. No, no, I mean, when I'm saying we, I'm saying according to the Americans. The Americans just went through that. but Possibly going to go through it again. They will. They Potentially. Will. And same with us. Well, unless we stop giving out money. Right. The fact that money is cheap right now, um, I, 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 you know, you, you can't buy material. You can't buy everybody. We were just spend, talking about this before spending the mics their went money on. on that. Where a two by four is almost seven dollars. A two by four is it's killing the younger guys because they can't get their Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go back to the young guys because actually this week I had a really good I've got a young kid working for me now, right? Julio. 
28 years oh. old. He's about to have a baby, right? So he's always, he's stressed out. He's panicking because it literally could be any day now, right? But we, we've been having great weeks working together. And today I just said, thank you so much. I was, te- I was driving home. I wasn't driving texting. I wasn't driving texting. I get it, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember and, somebody said, Jim, why do you wear glasses? I said, so I can text when I drive. <laughs> <laughs> so I text him and I said, Thank you for the day. Really appreciate it. It was good. We had a lot going on today, right? And he, and he responded by saying, I'm learning a lot this week. Thank you very much. So here's my question to What's you. What's wrong guys. with that? That was amazing. Okay, that was amazing see? to hear. That's that. nice Because to hear. my point is, my point, sorry to interrupt, Rob. My point is that these guys are asking for a certain dollar value, but they're forgetting the experience value. Agreed. Agreed. You got to get the stripes earned, right? You yeah. Put the time in. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because in my industry, this happens all the time. You know, when, when you... Because you're in a young man's industry. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When you give away your IP, what's inside your head to somebody else, because you've taken them under your wing and you mentor them, do you not fear that they just turn the table on you? No. Well, I got to believe there's... A, I, I'll look to Jim. I don't know the story. You've no, had I, some tradesmen yeah. that started off as journeymen that probably became very good at something and then left you, and yep. you probably hired them as subcontractors now, potentially. I don't know. But... It happens in my industry all the time. If I mentor somebody, teach him what I know, which is fine. It's, at the end of the day, you're not going to deliver it the way I deliver it, but I'll teach you what I know. There's a great risk that whatever I just bestowed onto you, you take on and go independently and, and you use it as your own intellectual property. Now, at the end of the day, he did put the hours in. He did. You do know what? Thing. And hats off to them, right? Because they have that entrepreneurial spirit. And there's nothing wrong with that. I did it. I went, served my apprenticeship, everything else, did that, learned as much as I could. Then I said, see you. I'm out. I'm going to do this on my own. My foreman or boss at the time, he came to me when the day I walked in and I quit. And he goes, and I was 30. I was 30 years old, married, just had a kid, and just got a house, just bought a house, got a mortgage. And I I'm quitting my job oh. to go on my own. Talk about fear. Oh, my God, risk. <clears throat> and you know what he, he said to me? He goes, good for you. He says, if you don't do it now, you will never do it. The if job you, is here if you ever come back. But he says, I don't think I'll ever see you. So if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be Caracol today. Yeah, you'd you're be right. still working for that dude well, yeah. or retired or whatever. Yeah, You know what? I'd make a good living. Yeah. I was in the union, did that, hated the union. Sink or swim, man. Yeah. I don't have a problem with any of the kids taking the knowledge that I offer or if they want to absorb any experience that's with me. I get disappointed if I don't see them advance it. it. Yes. Or use it. Use it properly and grow from it. Yeah. If you want to just take what you can and then leave because you feel that I deserve another five bucks an hour extra, that's not the point to leave in. Because guess what? You're not going to be able to contact me and go, listen, can I ask you a question about something? You know what I mean? I just had a guy on Instagram. This is really funny. I'll just tell you really quickly. A plumber in New Jersey. I've chatted with him on digital so many times on social media. He's always picking my brain. I'm not even a licensed plumber, but he's just picking my brain because I use a lot of Kohler products like yeah. you, Jim, right? So today he asked me, he goes, what do you think about the DTV Kohler? I was going, dude, I love them. I use them anytime I can. They're, they're really easy to install and everything. He goes, great, great, great. I just want to know, can I pick your brain when I'm installing it? Because I'm actually installing one. I don't know if you guys know who this is. Mike, the situation from Jersey Shore. Yeah, of course we know who he is. Situation. So he's installing it in there. So I said, okay, 
Mike, his name is Mike too, from Jersey. He's taken over his dad's business because his dad doesn't want to propel the business into the digital age and he's had enough. So then he's like thinking, I want to move my business. That's why he was reaching out to me right. and asking me, right? But now he's telling me about Mike's situation and he's going to be hooking up a new me toilet. He's going to be doing all the DTVs and all this other stuff. I was going, Mike, you documenting this online or what? Because I want to see this. I want to see Mike. This, he goes, Mike is actually shooting the entire thing that's about his house, idea. right? So it's interesting that that's what he stays. The, the lines of communication are still there. He didn't burn a bridge. He didn't do anything wrong. He's just like, listen, can I pick your brain, man? Can I ask you a question about that? And I take that. And that's how I met Julio, who works for me. He actually started doing his own work and he never went through the permit process. And he would call me up and ask me how do I fill out a permit application, Manny? I need to get a permit for yeah. a client. And I would just walk him through it. I said, listen, let's talk when I'm driving home. And, and I walked. So he was constantly calling me up. How do I do this? How do I do that? And I share Just like you, Jim, you share the knowledge. Yeah. And you, want, you take pride in seeing these younger guys go forward with that knowledge. Well, I, I think it would, you know, if I was a builder, I'm not. But if I gave away some, you know, tidbit of information that I thought, you know, would take them forward in their career... It's kind of like, you know, I borrowed your tool. Now I bought my own tool. Exactly. And now he's got that tool in his tool bag. If I were the guy that taught him that skill and now that skill lives with him forever in his future, you know, I would take some pride in that, that he's actually learned something. So I understand what you're saying. You're telling guys or you're showing guys how to do this. And if it goes in one ear out the other. And they don't see the value of experience hourly wage. That I, I personally think experience hourly wage is actually more valuable than money. I think what's yeah, you learn. yeah. I mean, I've always said to a lot of kids, regardless of what business it is, stop chasing the, the, the money. Yeah. yeah, it will come. It will yeah. come. It always will come. does. It always does. If you do what you do and you do it well, the money will come. If you fake it, you're going to fake the money. It's yeah. it, it equates. It's linear. It's well, a linear it's equation. A lot of traction, man. Yeah, it's true. And 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 the one thing, you know, again, when it comes to doing it, if you do it right, it stays with you. You know, I ask, how did how did they do? Well, they did a fantastic job. Well, I'm going to use them too. You know, I'll give you another story. Just we had to move several times, right? Didn't know what to do with movers. You know, we picked a good mover. I, we, I'm going to say two men in a the truck. These guys were the Etobicoke branch, the zone franchise. But this guy took pride in his ownership. He did a fantastic job, right? That whole ability to pass it forward kind of thing is important in the industry. you got you got to be able to do that. Sort of Was stuff. it when you were shopping around and getting close to you and your wife, getting close to deciding that, okay, we're going to pull the trigger. It's Jim. Was it kind of like you're shopping for something and you're constantly seeing that item over and over as a reminder? So then when you were asking other people going, who should we go with? Who should we go with? Jim's name kept on coming up. Is that the idea that Carrick Hall kept on coming up? Uh, it was more. It, so I, I, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to be honest. Okay. With you. I was looking for reasons not to use Jim. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. You had you pretty much were the incumbent. All right, you didn't. Mm. I never told you that because I bitched about everything. <laughs> Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> he was the incumbent from the beginning. Okay. I was looking for a reason not to use him. So my hope or our hope was that we would find a builder that we had comfort in that would do a comparable job and it wouldn't cost as much. That never happened. To be honest with you, in my heart, I'll say it in front of you because the deal's done now anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always wanted to use Jim. Ah. I did. I, it's not because he's been on TV. Well, maybe a little bit because he's been on TV. And it, it, but back when TV was good. But when yeah, like <laughs> I just I, I've always liked 
this guy, like, so, I, I, so I'm, I'm in a business where it's very competitive, right? And I use this analogy all the time. We're going to compare two cars. They're identical, right? They're identical. They're identical price. Their performance is identical in every detail. You're a Ferrari. You're a Lamborghini. But these two models are identical. They cost exactly the same amount of money. They perform exactly the same. Who do you buy it from? You buy it from the person that you like. Yeah. I like him. I always did. Because I liked him, I felt comfort in that. And I felt he wouldn't screw me, to be honest with you. As a human being, had nothing, I don't know. I don't know him professionally. I know him from the street, but I don't know him professionally. And because I know him as a human being, I got the impression that he wouldn't screw me. Whatever it cost, it cost. But I wouldn't get screwed. And I would get what I paid for. And that's exactly what happened. And that's what you were looking for. And that's what we were looking for. And I was just looking for an excuse not to use him. But otherwise, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, you not couldn't find him. You, you couldn't find him. <laughs> I thought maybe Bomber would be cheaper. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that. Uh, right. Yeah, no, he I'm would sorry. be cheaper because less it, it, experience it, 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 usually oh, is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, he, he always had the number. We're just looking for a reason. Jeez, can we? And if we went with anybody else, I honestly think, Jim, I mean, we've done the spreadsheet. We're pretty close, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. We're close. Like, Besides we're the self-induced, we're And that's at, a self of kind of like, you guys are relieved, man. Yeah. That, that it yeah, wasn't I mean, he these got, monsters. He got his spreadsheet every month. Yeah. And he knew where he was over. And then we kind of knew, okay, we got to pull back here if you can. Yeah. If yeah. you want to. Yeah. He's guiding you. Right? Yeah. And like this was a great month for us because, you know, in order to contract the company, you have to put a deposit. Yeah. So I get to draw off the deposit this month, right? So we're at the end. Like everything's the paid. It's we're at the end. Deposit now. I'm not even paying the bills for the last two invoices, which. Uh, you get that sigh, like, okay, I can go buy the stone now. <laughs> I can go shopping for anything that has nothing to do with, with the house. With the house, right. Yeah. I can get some frivolous buying. Right? Yeah. You nice. got the nice stone here. Yes, we're going to get the nice stone. We got, we got some. Oh, that was the other thing, too, the stone that we picked. I mean, the, the limestone outside, the way the, the guys that laid the stone. Everybody who's come to this house has always said, they feel like it's so majestic when you stand encased in this limestone, the way it's shaped and the yeah. way it's just so straight and everything goes, feels like you're in Europe somewhere, right? From what it was yes. to what it is now. Yeah. What it's was the original great. exterior cladding? Oh, bungalow. It was, well, it's it's story standard, and a half, story yeah, and a half. Well, it looked like a bungalow. Yeah, it looked like right. a bungalow. And that drove us crazy. Like second floor. We had a second floor, three bedrooms you up couldn't there. couldn't see. You couldn't see out the front of the window. <laughs> there were no front <laughs> windows. So you, side windows? <laughs> you had side windows. Okay, so you were seeing siding or you are seeing brick. Right. Yeah. And, and the roof, uh, we had an attic that ran the entire uh, length of the house. Oh, wow. That you could store thousands of artifacts <laughs> in because it had a neo wall and it was the greatest space if you were a seven-year-old kid to go goof around in. But it was absolutely useless. So they just straightened out the walls and went straight up. And we, we, we gained a lot of square footage upstairs oh, just yeah. by straightening exactly. out. You doubled your house. Yeah, we doubled upstairs because of the way the old roof line was. The overall, again, not the biggest house on the street. I know it's mine, so I'm going to be a little biased. But it looks good compared to everybody else. No, right? no, but it's the biggest house for you guys. It is absolutely the biggest house. That's for all us. it is, man. Yeah. It's it's it, I, it's good that you guys built your house. Yeah, we did. You didn't build your, you know, like, you, you know this, Jim, right? Clients sometimes build homes for other people. <laughs> no, we built the house for us. They, they build homes so then it can be photographed, or they build homes so they can have neighbors come in and go, uh, show off here, show off here, show off here, show off. 
who cares? How about building a home for you? Yeah. Right. This, this Most people for us. You, your wife, your family, your kid, everybody. How about building a home for them? That's what we did. Family functions and everything. Funny story. Years ago, I did a house, did a kitchen and a small renovation, but it was a very expensive kitchen, about $100,000 over here on the golf course. Okay. A couple, no kids, professional, get it all done, very particular about everything, you know, this, that, all that. You know, and I, we finish it up, dust it all off on a Friday afternoon. There you go. It's all done. Oh, Jim, that's amazing. Thank you so much. This is beautiful. Go home. 6.30, 7 o'clock, Friday night, four, you know, three hours after I left. Uh, Jim, um, I need some help. This is his wife. I go, Okay. What's wrong? Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. We got we got like twenty people here, and I have to get the hors d'oeuvres ready. Um, how do you turn on the oven? Oh wow! <laughs> I said, "Are you serious?" She goes, "I'm dead serious. We don't cook." <laughs> and they just finished putting in. I think Whoa. it was St. George's stuff. Like oh it was my god, like, the crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Like fifty back then, fifty, sixty thousand dollars worth of appliances. I had no idea how to turn it on. So I had to go over. I go, hi everyone, how you doing? I'm the contractor. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Well, you, you don't, don't know how to be turn it on either. Like Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the manual? Where's the manual? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I still don't know how to turn mine on. By the oh, way, yeah. I know I can do it from my phone. That's cool. You can. <laughs> yeah, the whole the all the appliances are hooked in. Not but only. It's, but it's funny you say that because a lot of the homes, I just call them show homes. I love doing I don't them get because because we get, get to I, do I, it, right? We get to take the pictures, get the glory picture, and say, "Oh, we did this, we did that," and the things are never used. We do cook, you know. We we yeah, use our for kitchen. Sure. A lot. Yeah, um, I had no idea. We it was it, for us. It was between Wolf and Miele. We went with Wolf. Everything obviously you can see. Even the toaster's a Wolf in this place, right? So <laughs> he's gone crazy. What the Wolf? You got a Wolf? Look at that I, wolf coffee maker over I, there. What the? <laughs> yeah. You got to think for the red knobs. No, I don't. Actually, we're gonna buy black ones because it's a black and white. We can change see? the knobs to black. I should have charged them more. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, wait, wait a minute. So you got an induction range though? No, that is a flat top. Gas, gas stove in line. Look at it. Really? It's it's just a gas go, put a, go push the button. Go, he's got to put the left oh, button. No. Go to the left one. Look at this. What? Yeah. That's a wolf? That's a wolf. That's a new model. That's the contemporary line. But that's not gas. Gas. What? Gas. I don't even know. And this show's brought to you by wolf. Gal. That, that's <laughs> gas. So, so my electronic tech guy is here. Jim's guy, Michael Shaw. I got a C4 system that controls the house. Uh, it's a nice system. Nice yeah. system. Yeah. So he's here today programming. All of a sudden, all the Wolf appliances show up <laughs> directly into his control so system. So you know if the stove or the I, range is left from on? From the remote control from the TV, it will tell me when the dishwasher is shut off. What? I can start the stove whatever like temperature I want from the remote control of the TV. Forget the phone because it does it from the phone, but it'll do it from the TV. That's insane, insane, man. I didn't know. I didn't buy that for that. I had no idea. But now I you know. It, now I know because it's all hooked. Now I have it all Is that up. what society's come to? 
He's it's got to walk maybe 15 steps. I'll never use it, from Jim. From the TV. To, to hey, hang on. He just, he just, Rob just said he'll never use it. I'll, not the, why would I turn You're already on? using it. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am using it. <laughs> no, but that's the perks of it. And I, it's not about the showroom or the show house. It's really about using your house, man. I am using it. Have all these toys. Have all these bells. Have them all. We matter. cook every day. But use them. We cook every day. I tell house. clients all the time, please use your house. We do. I want to see Nixon here, little defects here, because you guys were using it. Yeah. I don't want to see a pristine, clean kitchen. Yeah. It means you guys never used it, and it was always Uber Eats showing up at the door. Yeah. <laughs> I, that patina on the sink is important. It's right? very important. Yeah. I think so, man. Yeah. No, no, we definitely use the kitchen. We use every part of the kitchen. Uh, we we uh, The nice thing about these new Wolf appliances is they do give you... Uh, uh, you get to go to their King Street location to learn how to use all of their appliance. They throw it in as part of the cost, which costs more than the cabinetry, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but right to go buy a new Mercedes. It, it, is, it is nice stuff, though. I I'll, I gotta I, I am very the, happy. Here's the real question, though, Rob. Does it cook? It does. And bake? It does. Better? It does. It does. It does. Okay, so, so it's worth it. I am. I do like to. I'm not a cook. I'm not a chef by trade. Um, but you cook for the family. I, and I like today we had. Chili and sea bass, so it wasn't as if you know I threw a couple steaks on the barbecue, right? Yeah, you came a, a little call. late. You didn't. You came a little late. We had a really good dinner. Tonight. I had some stale bread and some cheese. Oh, you're lucky. Stale you had something. bread. Stale bread. That's calabrese bread. Man. I brought that bread over last week. Man, that's a delicacy there, that's man. That's a delicacy, man. Cold cold cuts, cheese and bread. That's amazing. Look at your wolf's calling at you. The door. Yeah, yeah, your, wolf. your wolf's calling you. Yeah, my wolf's calling. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I gotta take this. <laughs> Don't mind us. We're just recording a podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the appliances were a perk. Having it's all other, of this. It's the other builder. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still considering us? Nah, nah. They were they were definitely a perk. Having the, uh, you know, all. Can you communicate with the bathrooms? The lights. The lights you can use. I can. But you know that Kohler does offer the Alexa connect, right? Yeah, yeah well, I did. I don't have that. But uh, that's, yeah, the, that's the, the next I stage. Do. I put one of those in once. Did you? Oh, yeah. It was like insane. I had music playing, this, that, yeah, lights going. It's crazy. <sighs> that's overkill. That's overkill. So now that this is all done, you ready to do it again? No. I'm done. No? I'm happy. I'm happy. This is great. Done. Looking forward to what your son maybe wanted to do it and then guiding him. Maybe his <laughs> lifetime. Maybe, you know, if he wants to redo this house and knock it down or something, but honestly, from the perspective of doing it again... I don't think you guys would want to see that. Would you guys want to see no, this I be knocked down? I don't want to see Even that. 20 years from now? No. No, I don't want to be alive. It's got to happen <laughs> so, when I'm Okay, dead. how do you think I feel? Yeah. Wait a second. Five, day, five doors over is the house I built. Tore down, moved in, lived in for 12 years, sold it. To the couple that's in it now. And now they want to renovate it. That was five years ago? No, no, the house they, is 15 years well, 15. They bought it five years they ago. They want to they cut the, yeah, cut the so whole they, thing? So they asked Rob to ask me, I guess. Yeah. And they've already reached out to me. and said, They didn't want to feel bad because it's it was his house that he and, lived in. And how do you feel? Because you know what? But I'm okay with that because you know what? Everything, ha everything has a shelf life. And it's still going to hurt. It's very traditional inside. Yeah. Is this kitchen going to be fashionable in 20 years? You never know. I mean, it's it's a very modern, shiny kitchen. You never know. Right. Could be a trend, right? That's why they call them trends. I don't see any pears or fruits on the backsplash. 
It's pretty. <laughs> yes, it's pretty. It's pretty basic. Could be okay. It's pretty basic. I only say that because you're Italian and I'm Portuguese, no, so we it, grew up with that. Style, style <laughs> is something that changes all the time. It does, but you never know. You never know. You, you know. You know. I mean, I know that people argue about flooring, hardwood. People choose whatever's trending right now, but this is hardwood. You're going to change this hardwood. One of the biggest decisions we made was the was hardwood, this. And, yeah. and we went over this a lot of times, back and forth. You got. You know what? The, the, Glad you brought up hardwood because hardwood you gotta be bang on. Bang oh yeah, on. Bang you on. Your it, it means everything. To you the house. have to live with this for the rest of it, and it's a big ticket, and you have to look at it every. You have to stand on it. You have to feel it. Pass out on it. Every everywhere you go, everything you had to clean it. It's the most. It's the biggest surface in your so you house. Gotta, you got to make the right decision. So this is not a traditional hardwood no. floor that you're looking at. No. You got to really what is this? Like this it. The maple or hickory? Hickory, hickory, hickory right? And we did a, a like a gray haze. It's called hickory haze. Was the color? I mean, there's not a lot of color in it, but as you can see, there's a lot of variation. This is not a very. But standard. that's hickory, though. It's beautiful, though. Yeah. The character that this thing provides is almost like artwork compared to the fact that we went with very minimalistic walls and very minimalistic design. So that the warmth of the room yeah. from our perspective, again, without designers was we got to do but it you in know the what? That's what you have to have. When you go to a somewhat of a modern contemporary home, very straight lines, you need something that pops, right? You need something that, and it's, the floor is, it's the floor that does it. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, maybe in about 20 years, you could change this kitchen and put some parquet down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the floor, the floor was a big decision. Like the yeah, top, the it's a big ticket item, too. I mean, flooring on a build, oh on a line God, item, is, is a car with a lot of luxury features yes, on it. Yes, it is. That's what the cost of flooring is. Yes, yeah. it is. And people need to understand yes, that. Yes, it is. This is not about going to some Joe Schmo hardwood place and going, hey, give me the 299 floor. Exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's I, a big t- you're probably right. Yeah, you're, in, you're enjoying it. It's seasonal. You got to take care of it. It, it. Yeah. It's got a feel to it. It's got a look to it. It's and, got, yeah, warmth. And, and it, uh, what was this? But I mean, put it in close to 30, right? 26, 25,000. Yeah. And we don't have a big house, it's a lot of floor. Yeah, yeah. that's that's about that's a average. big number. That's a big number to swallow for sure. It is just, just, but the windows are like that too. The windows are like that. Trim package are like that. What else are other big items like that? The paint package. So, the, the, the one that I didn't realize that you can blow your brains out. What's that? Plumbing. Yeah, we still don't have our fixed the, the faucet, which. I didn't know you can buy a three thousand or twenty five hundred. <laughs> you can buy a thirty thousand if you wanted well, to. Well, you make it out of some crazy material. I agree. Uh, but so, gold. Yeah, but I, I, it's so like where'd you you saw that at my old place. I love that thing though. But if it's going to fit this house really nice, that it's black too. Just so black you, carbon. Just tell you now, it's slow flow. I know. It's. I don't like a lot of flow. I don't need it. If it takes five minutes to fill a pot, it'll take five minutes to fill That's a pot. Good. You know what I don't like? Here's I what don't I like a lot of flow at night either. No, 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 we're not talking about at night. But when you're washing your hands and it's spraying all over the place, it's good to have low flow. Okay. We still talking well, plumbing yeah. here? What's going on? Yeah. Some kind flow of plumbing. does spray all over the place. Well, you don't know that yet. Another 10 years, you'll know that. <laughs> so, so that was the biggest shocker is how much you can act. And we, and honestly, Jim, you gave us a very healthy Jim's yeah. budget line for plumbing because he knows right and stone he knows he didn't give me some like ridiculous little Mickey Mouse number I go, what, no. what, what kind of number is this we still but that's going back to the realistic numbers yes I mean your other 
people can lowball it, and that's how a lot of guys yeah. do it. We give you try to give you realistic allowances that yeah. you don't blow your brain. But out. then the education about finishes as well too. People don't realize you don't start at polished chrome. I saw that you guys went black fixtures a lot, right? Every, I think every single one. Every one is black. Black. So you're basically at the upper, you know, premium. The premium on everything is what it is, right? right. And and that and that was the shocker, right? Because I thought, and if you get black, if you get black, or you get chrome, or you get no bronze, difference. what's the difference? Satin, right? whatever. Satin, yeah. It's the same cost. No. 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 And then and then you get into the dilemma, as you could see, that if you pick a specific line, you Guess have to what? match all the other. You got to you got to buy the whole family. Yes. So you, now you have to buy. So the Kohler. But you don't think Kohler knows? <laughs> the Kohler toilet paper holder that costs five hundred bucks. You, you're oh, you know what? Speaking of towels, when I was down in in the show, Kohler has a whole towel range now. Towels or towel towels. Rack? Oh, you need to go towels. look at that. You need to go look at that. They have towels now. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me, but they might have your black towels. Uh, it Let's is see, impossible. Let's see if we can get them some. No, we got to get some black towels. We've been looking for black. <laughs> we have. Towels. We know the people. We know contacts. We'll we'll do a shout out. I'll we, send an email out we, tomorrow. We we need a we need some black towels. So here. what do you need? Like uh, just shower, like ba- bathing towels and a hand towel. And no, no, more more the the powder rooms. Uh, powder rooms. Hand towels. And oh, stuff. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah, bathing towels will be stocked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize you can spend $120 on a towel, by the way. Ah, yes, you, you can spend a lot of money on a lot of things. Oh, God. And it adds up, and that's oh. how you get the bill. Yeah. No. And, and so this is like a death by a thousand cuts, right? Yeah, but now you get to enjoy it. No, it, it's true. It's true. It you really, get to come home, open the door, sit on the couch, cook. Yeah, listen I, to music. Even the feel of you guys sitting here entertaining in this space—that's yes. never happened before. This is yes. the first time that anybody oh, sat in this great. room like this. That this wasn't separated yeah. from the rest of the house. But going back to the, you know, the the cost of the build, and we touched on it a little bit. That you're, you know, you pay your contractor what he wants, and it's done. But then there's the hundred thousand dollar furniture bill and there's More. you know or whatever it is like, rugs right rugs are expensive man you have to furnish the place now yeah yeah that's a huge so, nobody that's not on his line item and none of the <laughs> by the way our our, our approach to this because we lived in the house for 20 years our approach was the furniture owes us nothing so we bought all, we're, as you can see, we're at a plastic table here because we're waiting for stuff to be delivered. But in that couch there is the basement couch, by the way. So Until uh, the real couch. Until the real couch shows up. I lost my train of thought. Uh, look at the, the crowd. Look all at the, the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yes. <laughs> the cost of furniture is insane. Same. That yes. nobody, and the other thing that people have to realize when you get a price, especially when it's in the upper tiers and it gets into the seven figure numbers. None of the prices have tax. Oh yeah, right. and That's it's right. a big shocker when you say, "Oh no, it's it's, it's a million dollar job." One hundred and thirty thousand dollars goes to Trudeau. Goes to tax. Yeah. No, but and those are, when you talk numbers with everybody, this, you know, this this a, a friendly reminder. Uh, everything pre-tax. is pre-tax. I've never said tax. It's always after plus tax. Right, but as a as a as a homeowner, you ah, assume it, tax. It's a hundred grand. Okay, we owe you a hundred grand. No, no, you owe me a hundred and thirty grand. But in all fairness, though, when you go purchase a car, do they give Same. you the tax? No, 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 no. Nobody gives you the tax. When you buy a pair of shoes, nobody gives nobody. You the tax. It's always pre. So why can't builders do the same thing? You should. We should. I'm yeah. just saying to all the listeners out there, 
the ones that watch HGTV. Think about the <laughs> yeah. Think about the tax element because uh, it's a very difficult thing to. That's avoid. a big. T- it's one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in Ontario. Thirteen percent. Yeah, of your uh, bill. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of scratch. Mm. You know, that's your kitchen that just went to the tax man. Not so, this wolf kitchen. No, <laughs> but a good portion of it. <laughs> yeah. So those are the things that people don't realize is you get dinged on the tax bill. And that's that's a substantial uplift to the actual cost. That it has is. to be accounted for. And you got to factor that in. Plus, we even talk about you guys were renting another place to yeah. stay at while this was going yeah. on. That's we another incurred cost. $3,300 a month. We got three bedrooms. And, and, and for anybody who's listening that's a client out there, please do not make the mistake of moving in with family. No. No, we buy, don't no. do that. We because you the, will tear your family apart if you move in with your parents or you move in with somebody. Because the rental was a fixed one-year contract, we actually took that number and added it to Jim's oh, number. So you all okay, right, perfect. So we 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 made our own line to you your one ninety, yeah. your one hundred and seventy. We added a line one seventy seven. So, so let me ask you this: so the the budget we give you with all our things on it, and we do have options. Yes, you do, and we. Probably yes. put a lot of that in. Yes, you do. It's there for you to fill out for your own. Yes. Good. It now, is. does that help? It did help. Like, this is how we're figuring out stuff. At the beginning, because you know you have money and you're spending it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's where you go over, by the way. When you have lots of money at the beginning, you start buying wolf appliances, right? Because if I bought my appliances at the end, which oh. was impossible because you'd never have a kitchen. You'd have candle appliances. You would have Samsung in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but so GE profile. GE profile. <laughs> yeah. So what does help is it gives you a barometer on how the yes, project's going. Yes, it does. Going. It does. So you know what line items are coming. So when the stairs went in, we knew what that was going to cost. When the floors went in, he had it on his bill. We knew what it was going to cost. So we had a very good sense of barometer on where we are in the project, how's it going, how, you know, I've had a couple of conversations, how do you think we're going to finish, Jim? Because at the halfway mark, it looks pretty good. How do you think we're going to finish? Yeah, we're going to be okay. So You felt confident, Jim, that we're going to basically, you guys were going to hit that milestone? Look, you know what? If I, my thing always was, if, if we're with, within 10% of our budget, You're good. I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think if when it starts to creep over a bit, well, you know what? It's okay, but, you know, I try my best to stay within 10-ish. So which my, is totally fair. So my neighbors, which had the lower balls, they lower, lower uh, bids, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Getting old. I was, low I was wondering for a second <laughs> what balls. was going on there. Low ball. I meant to say low ball. And I low ballers. Low ball. Okay, ball. Yeah, all right. Uh, they were over like 30%, 35%. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because there's a couple of incidentals. There's things, there's preemptive things that have to happen to get you there that he actually accounts for. The so other I, guys. I will... did that on his. Uh, you did? Uh, okay. On okay. Next door. He's still over. Right? I, I think my original price was hey, look at this and, is what it's going to be. And, he goes, and that's where he kind of ended up. I can't afford it. And I says, well, but that's then where he you is need now. to change your drugs. And that's where he is now, where he couldn't and that's afford it. ended up. But it's a lesson that you learn at but the end. But he got end. less. And he got less. He doesn't have a basement at all. Cinder block still. He ripped it all apart and still sitting in cinder block. So now again, things happen. I'm no ill will to anybody. No, no, no. Not knowing where you are tells you you have no idea on how you're going to finish. And, and you got to know where you are at halftime. You got to you know halftime score completely. You know. Completely. And my wife has been very diligent to stay on top of the budget thing. I mean, 
we're not in dire straits. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, there was a budget. Do we want to stay within the budget? And it was a pretty healthy budget. It wasn't if it was, you know, we're trying no, to no. low budget. It's still it a, a lot it of money. It was a realistic budget. It was a realistic budget, yeah. right? And staying within it because it was realistic. If it was unrealistic, we, we expect the overs. But it was realistic. And it was buffered. to some, and We even buffered it to some degree, right? 10 or 15 points? We gave it 10 points. Okay. We figured whatever he gives us, we've got to throw at least 10 on it. Just in case. Outside, and we, we admit to this, outside of self-induced pain. Self-induced pain means we chose the upgrade. I love that expression. I love hearing a client saying self-induced pain. Yeah. He gave us the price for shingles. And, I, and then he says, but... For an extra X, let's do this. You could do this, and you'll never touch that roof again. And I think, uh, fifty-five years. X wins. Self-induced. It makes sense. Yeah, because really, at the end of the day, we could put on thirty-year shingles, but you know, on one side, in ten to fifteen years, it's going to that side here. The, the sun side is getting cooked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see it already in my neighbor's house. Right, right. And I want all. I, I, I just didn't want any of that. But again, you wanted the information. I wanted the honesty. That's all it was. I, l- let me make the decision. I know how much money I have. Let me make the decision. Don't think you know, right? As much as I'm not going to lead on how much I want to spend, but the fact yeah. is, don't think you know because you don't. And I've been pretty good when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and if it was something that made sense and it did hurt the bottom line and it went over, we considered it and said, it's worth the expense. Let's do it. Right. So th- those are the I things. I mean, we would we would say, OK, here, X amount of dollars, but I don't think you should spend that. It's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. Well, worth that's it. his his experience. Right. Sharing. No one's going to see that. Mm-hmm. Like, no one would wrecking. You would know that. I would know that. But, you know, whether you have Longboard or Vic West up there, no one's going to know the no. difference. Right. See, the great thing is, I think the way we set it up, we based our fee on a budget. So our fee was our fee, period. period. If he went over, he went over. We didn't get any more. We have the fee. It's not to our advantage to make him spend more. Yeah. yeah. So because I'm not other builders anything, do that. I'm not though. getting anything out of it. Yeah. Well, but that was it. So this is the so difference I, between his model and other builders. So this is the fundamental difference between the two models. Jim's model, as much as it could be, right? Not knowing all the, you know, what you're going to run into. Yeah. You know, you could run into asbestos. Nobody knows. It's very realistic, and he keeps it to... And it's a bit shocking, but it's realistic. Whereas the other model, which they admit to, is a... They give you a price, but if there's any changes, it's a plus, and then they take some juice on top. Yes. Jim doesn't, not that I knowingly, take any juice from me because he has a management fee that he's basically knowing yep. that Carrick Hall Based is going to make their on money the on, this, on the scope of this project yes. because we have a management fee. And anything you choose to do within that budget is really your call. You want to go cheaper, go cheaper. You want to go more expensive, we're happy to put the more expensive stuff. But you decide, because we're going to make our management fee. So that was our level of comfort. It wasn't, oh, shoot, we want to now do Trex, which is three times the price, which is fine. He'll buy the material, and then he's going to add 10%. Yeah, but that's the industry. That's what the majority of the industry does. And he's not like that. No, no, because you don't see the, Jim, you don't see the benefit in doing that. I don't. So at the end of the day, I make an extra five, ten percent. It's not worth but, it. But you know, then I got a client to go. Oh fuck! You know, we are way over. Yeah, with this, we're all. You really got to take the juice on this too. Yeah, I just yeah. need like ten two by fours. You're going to yeah. take ten percent on top I, of that. Because like at the end of the, the end of it, it's <laughs> right. We, you, you know some what I'm saying? Do. I'm just saying some do. Yeah. You present it and let them make the choice. Right. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? And if he really wants it that bad, 
I can only give advice and say, eh, you know, I get it, but maybe you shouldn't. Spend it over here. For, yeah, and spend it on your, on your staircase or, or the something. Soffits. Or the See soffits. The right? soffits we did in that clear cedar. cedar. Clear cedar. Yeah. That Which was, makes that's a gym sense. Suggestion. Exactly. So the budget accommodated for some sort of soffit. But for X metal more, work or something for X yeah, amount for something something. But he doesn't gouge you with an extra on top of that. No, but he said, "Look, I can you get saw you the price." I, he says, "Here's what the soffit's going to cost you. I got to install aluminum, or I got to install wood. Something. I got to install something. You're not going to have an empty soffit, right?" We went to one of his completed properties, and we saw the finish of what the clear cedar, you know, oiled or whatever finish. Uh, like that's hard to compete with. Like, that, that's, like yeah, I, 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 I kind of want that, right? So, again, self-induced. Yeah. Now the differential there wasn't so bad. It was just the material cost that we right. switched it from aluminum to to wood. Maybe to a couple more hours installation fee yeah. or whatever. Whatever. In terms of the overall look of the house, it's night and day. It's on and and so that's a detail. You talk about a detail that. Enhances it. enhances a house for a very you know in the grand scheme of things a very small percentage of the cost, but the overall look of the house by having this one detail is astronomical. And that color, and but that I think it also, will always be there. You know, for always. that always for that number, you get it back tenfold. Uh, just if you were to sell, just the look of it, right? It just feels so. Well, good. just to sit out there and enjoy it, and then have that glance peripherally. Yeah, and just but it also it. It was a you, good call. You gotta understand. It, I mean, also, I mean, it softens the, the house. hardness. Yes, yes. yes. Right? It's like can... having hardwood floors on the ceiling. Yes, right. It yeah. really softens the house because the house has bold colors to it. We got bold colors, and we got we got limestone. You know, hard surfaces. We got stucco. Then we come around the back, and then we have this beautiful cedar soffit, cedar ceiling. Over the it porch. adds it adds a lot. And it wraps around yeah. the whole house, yeah. and that was another design. I hate you know I hate going outside and getting wet when it's raining. So I said, Jim, whatever you do, I need gotta wherever I overhang. can walk. There's got to be an overhang, and that's what they did. <laughs> I barbecue. I don't get wet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a wolf barbecue? I got two barbecue. No, no, actually, actually the, the oh man, links. Uh, I went crazy on the barbecue. I bought a Lynx barbecue out of California. Paid for it six months ago. It's still in the border, but I'll be getting it soon. Apparently. <laughs> All right. So I think this has been a good chat, man. Anything we miss? No, I, I, I don't think being so. as honest as I what can do you be. Think? No, I think it's been a great talk, man. I think a lot of contractors need to hear what you had to say. I think a lot of contractors need to hear what you had to say, Jim. Honestly. I got one little last segment that I want to throw at you. It's All just right. a series of questions. Sure. I'm going to get you to do this one day. Because you didn't do it. This is something new that we did. Okay. So it's just uh, these questions that I ask, uh, and you just give me an honest impression. Sure. That's all it is, man. So what is your favorite construction word? Four-letter word. <laughs> it starts with i I'm F. getting to that. I'm getting to that question. Okay, so I know that one, which is fine. What is your least favorite construction word? Ooh. When they say the when they when they have that expression where they go ooh that means something is <laughs> That's wrong. That's gonna cost you. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did Jim say that? Not too many, but a couple. Of these, ooh, ooh. You want to do that? Okay, we can do that. <laughs> what what turns you on in construction? Uh, progress. Progress. Yeah. What turns you off in construction? No progress. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? It starts with an F. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite vehicle? Boat, car, anything? Yeah, boats are my favorite. All right. What yeah. kind of boat? 
Uh, just any old boat. I like being on water. What's your least favorite vehicle? Cars. Really? Not a, not a car guy. You're not a car guy. No. You know who you're talking to here? I know Mr. Car Guy. <laughs> I'm not a car guy. What construction sound or noise do you love? The sound of drills. Really? Yeah. Any kind of drill? Hammer drills, especially. SDS? Oh, I, I can't give you a brand. I'm not in the business. But anything, <laughs> anything that sounds like it's banging something heavy, and I like the sound of What construction sound or noise do you hate? Those uh, compressors that run uh, constantly. Constantly. me nuts. The framers. Can I answer that one? Sure. Silence. That means nothing's going on. That was my answer when I answered these ones. Nothing's going on. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Honestly, I would love to be a contractor. Really? Yeah. Because really? I work in technology, right? I, I don't, my hands are on a keyboard all the time. And when you get to do something and you actually see the fruits of your labor, you've actually built something. That's, that actually, what, that's what we go through. That, that is actually impressive. To me. What profession would you not like to do? Yeah, I don't want to be a doctor. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Come on in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, thank you very much for inviting us into your new home, brand spanking new home. Jim, it's an amazing house, man. It's oh, an amazing thank home. You. Rob, thank, thank you I was here for during being an amazing client. Also, yeah, sitting over in the back doing... The quiet observer. The quiet observer. The server. The quiet server giving us booze yeah. and food while we're I doing this. I felt bad. Out. I felt bad. No, yeah. thank you very much. This has honestly been great. So meeting no, you and no. seeing you again and seeing the home. My pleasure. Thanks. And uh, Jim, thank you for, for putting You're this together. Because it, it really, uh, for You know us, what? It's, a, it's nice because we don't usually get to sit with our clients. And have a candid conversation. Candid, like you know, because it's good for us to yes. know. The good and the bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, so we appreciate uh, you being so honest and yeah. forthcoming. And hopefully, some of these younger guys and the older guys may have picked up a few nuggets here. Hopefully. You learn you know? every day, man. You learn hopefully. everything. That's the beauty of this construction industry is that you learn every, you're supposed to learn every day. You hope, Don't tell you, me that you know everything. You can't because it changes every day. It's impossible. Materials change, fasteners change, everything changes. Every everything day. changes. Thanks, Jim. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. You. All right. Thanks, guys.